This is Ken Smith reminding you it happened today, June 8th, but the year was 452. Italy is invaded by Attila the Hun. The year 793, Vikings in long ships come a long way from Norway and plunder St. Cuthbert's Monastery off the coast of England. It was on this day, 1824, the washing machine is patented. It was on this day, 1917, the anniversary of Walt Disney's only graduation from any school. He graduated from Benton Grammar School in Kansas City, Missouri. It was on this day, 1969, that baseball legend Mickey Bantle gives his last farewell address. But that was yesterday, June 8th. This is June 8th. It happened today, 2020. We're all aware that our body is adapted to handle temporary stress, but it is overwhelmed by the constant, unrelenting pressures of this entire year. When you're faced with a threat, the adrenaline glands perched atop your kidneys flood your body with the hormone cortisol and adrenaline. This is the biochemistry of our fight-or-flight response, and it helps you either flee danger or stand your ground and fight. But it can also be overwhelming at times, especially like this, when our brains and lives are being bombarded by an onslaught of crises, the COVID-19 pandemic, economic distress, nationwide civil unrest. You might as well at this point, as many people do, feel lost or numb. And that's to be expected. This is called crisis fatigue. Your body is well adapted to handle temporary stresses, but it can get overwhelmed by the constant, unrelenting pressures of this past year. There's a reason why your body is prepared to ride out a high-stress, highly fearful state of affairs for a short time. You're super alert. You're better able to detect and evade threats. But over the course of weeks, with the continual intense levels of cortisol, the body begins to break down. And what are the results? New feelings of anxiety, insomnia, depression. This actually has a name. It's called Cushing syndrome. 
in which your body is exposed to high levels of cortisol over an extended period of time. And it comes with side effects, weight gain, high blood pressure, even bone loss. The truth is, the circumstances we are in are killers. Crisis fatigue shows itself on two levels. One, a public societal level. It can tempt people to collectively throw up your hands and give up on any public engagement. What's the use? There's nothing we can do. Or on the other hand, what do we have to give up? We may as well enjoy today. With social media and cable news, we're constantly bombarded with doom and gloom and have been for at least the good part of this new generation. In the past 20 years, terrorists attacked 9-11. The United States and the United Kingdom, constant stream of troubles. The 2008 housing collapse, wildfires raging in the West, hurricanes striking on the East Coast, Brexit, rioting, looting in the streets. And on the more individual level, that constant pumping of cortisol has become physically a burden. Much of the stress comes from uncertainty. Will I get COVID-19? If I do, will I be asymptomatic, possibly winding up in an emergency room? Will I inadvertently pass it on to my grandparents? Will there be a second wave? When will it come? None of us have lived through a pandemic like this, and none of us are equipped to have the knowledge of what is going to happen. It's a whole new, different type of crisis, and it just fatigues us in ways we're not used to. Uncertainty is not new in disasters. Actually, it's a common feature of disasters. But this is different. It's lasting longer. We're not sure when or if it will end. None of us know what we're doing in a year, a month, or even tomorrow. It's surreal. And that surreal part comes when we're thrown into a situation that we've never been in before. It's disorienting. You feel constantly uneasy. And then there is the tragic killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And the nation plunged into deeper crisis with protests spreading around the world, some turning violent, tear gas, 
the spread from Minneapolis to Los Angeles to Washington to Beijing to around the world. There's a social unraveling happening, and hearts are weary with collective grief. This is a day, unique but not unlike much of our own lives. As Job said, life is full of trouble. Jesus said, the world is full of trouble, but be of good hope. I have overcome the world. The greatest peace that is found is to realize that this, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is Ken Smith reminding you it happened today, June 8th, 2020.